0: Welcome to Behind the Business Podcast. Each week I'll be sharing episodes taking you behind the scenes of industry leading creative small businesses. We'll talk about the real life, messy behind the scenes process of what it takes to build a successful business. Hopefully each episode helps you combat the perception of perfection within our industry. I hope each episode encourages you to keep showing up no matter how imperfectly so that you can make your own unique impact on this world. Grab a cup of coffee or wine and let's dive right in. Cheers. All right. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to have Alexandra here today from the Productivity Zone. Alexandra, can you introduce yourself just a little bit and then share about how the Productivity Zone was formed? Yes. So I am
1: Alexandra Beauregard. I am a productivity coach and system strategist for female entrepreneurs, specifically solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I, my whole premise behind what I do is that I want to help Female entrepreneurs and solopreneurs take back control of their day, time and business with simple systems, schedules and routines that work so that they can get back to having a life and a business at the same time, which is what I believe is the true female entrepreneur lifestyle.
0: I love that. And in like full honesty, I have used your fresh start systems and I think I got them pretty yes. early on. And my you, did. you were and one of the were, first. Yeah, they were very revolutionary and just so helpful in terms of like putting a structure in place that wasn't like super rigid but something that I could follow um mm-hmm. like over the years now and still feel like I have Everything kind of like buttoned up to within the business, kind of um behind yep. the scenes. So I love that. Um, but I'm gonna dive right into the questions. And I wanted to ask you, what is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur, specifically, I guess, female entrepreneurs knew?
1: Oh boy, just one. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest things is that your to-do list is not your wish list. Mm-hmm. And that oftentimes, when I'm working with clients and even just, you know, going back and forth with students of my courses, they're constantly feeling just overwhelmed by all the things that they have to do in life and in business. And the to-do lists are never finished. And yet it's one thing that they don't realize is that a to-do list is not the same thing as a wish list. It's also not the same as a brain dump. People often Mm. misconstrue and get those two confused. Um, But when you are creating a to-do list for the day, it needs to be accomplishable that you can actually do those things in a day. We only have so much time and Mm -hmm. we all have the same 24 hours, but it's how we use those 24 hours. And we have to use that time to our advantage Mm -hmm. so that to get the number of things done that you wanna get done during the day, it has to be accomplishable. It has to be doable. You can't just say, oh, I have six hours to work today and I have 50 things that I wanna get done. That's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. And there's no mm-hmm. point in creating a to-do list that at the end of the day, you're going to kick yourself for not getting all of it done. That's no way to live life. That's, not way to, that's no way to do business. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't set yourself up to fail before you've even begun.
0: Yeah. And I, um, I have a little story from like, when I was first starting my business, I was working mm-hmm. a full-time job and had just started my photography business. And every single Monday, it was like near panic attack, like totally overwhelmed because I was just looking at everything that I had to do for that yep. week. And some of it was probably list type stuff. And it was just like that plus all the client work. And I would sit there and get so overwhelmed because it was like, I don't even know when I'm going to tackle all of these things. Mm -hmm. And you kind of just like let all of them float around in your brain and get super overwhelmed instead of like kind of sorting it out and making it something that you can actually tackle. So I want to hear from you. Do you have any tips for kind of separating those two things? And like, how do you decide what goes on your to-do list for any given day?
1: So it all comes down to prioritization. You have to be able to prioritize what's urgent, what's important, and what can happen at a later date. We always mm-hmm. sit there and think like, oh, everything has to get done all at the same time and I wanna do all the things, but you can't do all the things all at the same time. You ha- mm-hmm. you can do one thing and get to all of the things, but you have to take one thing at a time, one step at a time, one task at a time, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. So that really making sure that you can prioritize and um, something that I have followed For years is the top three task rule, which is basically it comes from that science says that there are only three main tasks that we can realistically get done each day. So that when I am planning my days, I am always looking at the amount of time that I have and whether or not I have calls or appointments or if I have to run errands um, and really then making sure that I'm setting aside the proper amount of time for each of those things And then whatever else I want to do that day, but always keeping in mind that three main things is realistically the, all I'm going to be able to do. And that if I can get something else done, that's a bonus. And if not, Mm -hmm. I got the three things done that I needed to get done that day.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's like very tactical of like, okay, pick three big things, maybe even go so far to like write out little, like smaller steps that are going to help you accomplish like that bigger task. Um, but make sure you're not like overloading yourself with like 15 random to do's that don't have anything exactly. to do with each other <laughs> for throughout the day. I definitely am guilty of that sometimes. I've had to like work on that. It's just something that I kind of pull back from and really try to focus in with like sticking to a couple of mean things um, mm-hmm. each day so that my brain isn't all over the place, which sometimes it still happens and that's totally fine. But yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit of, um, how do you give your energy to your life and business? Like, how do you kind of maintain like a balance between the two? I don't love the word balance, but how do you decide what gets your time and energy every single day, both in life and business? So something
1: that I say all the time, excuse me, is that Mm -hmm. I schedule everything so that I know I have time for everything. And I get a lot of pushback on that statement because they're like, what do you mean? You schedule like everything, like when you go to the bathroom or when you sneeze. And I'm like, no, 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 You're, 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 you're reading into that like too much. You're taking it too deep, but it's the whole act that if I want to have time to work on certain things in my business, I have to schedule that time in. And if I want to do certain things in my life, I want to have time for things that I want to do, or, you know, people that I want to see and stuff like that you have to schedule that time in. There's no way to just have all the time. You'll never just have all the time that you need. You need to make the time. And the only way you're going to make the time is if you schedule the time. So for me, it's about scheduling everything as much as possible. And that's not to say that I'm not spontaneous or that I don't like surprises or that, you know, things pop up, opportunities, you know, will crop up, emergencies happen, all of that is, you know, You, you take it as it comes, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, in order for me to feel like I have that female entrepreneur lifestyle of having a life and a business that I love at the same time, Mm -hmm. for me, that means scheduling everything so that I know I have time for everything. And that leads me to, it's not, I don't like the word balance either, Mm -hmm. but sometimes there's no other word that says balance when you want it to so that Mm -hmm. the only way that I can have the life and the business that I want and to make and to make sure that I feel good about both of those things and how I'm spending my time in those things is scheduling everything. So that's what I do.
0: Um, and then what does maybe a day in the life look like for you schedule-wise between business and life things?
1: So I follow, and this is something I've done for years. I have I've created daily, weekly, and monthly schedule blueprints for myself. Mm. So that, and this involves. Uh, my two favorite time management techniques, which is time blocking and batching, both day, b- day batching and time batching. So um, it's and it, it, it really just includes all the things that I need to be able to have really productive days and productive weeks and productive months all mm-hmm. the time. This is what gives me that consistency. And um, when I first started um, the Productivity Zone, even before that, when I had my wedding blog people Mm -hmm. were always coming to me and saying like, how do you get so much done every day? And how do you still have a life and you're not like attached to your computer like all the Mm -hmm. time, Um, even though that's how I originally started. I fell down that same black hole that all Mm -hmm. the female entrepreneurs do when they get started. Mm -hmm. It's that busy hustle, overwhelmed black hole. Um, But I started to create these, schedule blueprints for myself so that it includes my routines for the day. It includes those top three tasks. So I always time block, um, specific times into my day for each of those top three tasks. Mm -hmm. Um, I always set aside time for lunch and dinner. I'm not really a big breakfast person. um, but because I generally, um, try to get up at like 6 Mm AM and I go right to work that's a very different thing, and not everybody mm-hmm. works that way, but mm-hmm. for me, one of my productivity zones, see where I got my name for my business mm-hmm. um, is first thing in the morning when it's mm-hmm. quiet and mm-hmm. like I don't even like open my email yet like everything is just quiet and the world is the world is quiet so that it's like I can get so much done from like uh-huh. six to eight o'clock in the morning that that is that is my time to shine so I love to utilize that time, and then I usually spend about an hour doing email and social media stuff, Um, and then usually um, I check in with coaching clients and that kind of thing. I check the student support tickets if anybody submitted those for my courses, and Mm -hmm. then, so I've worked for four hours Mm -hmm. from about 6 to 10 a.m., And that is when I take a break for about two to three hours and I do a workout. If it's one of my workout days, I will do my morning routine. I'll have lunch, which is, I kind of decide because it's usually like around like 11, 12 o'clock and I'll decide, Mm -hmm. do I want breakfast food or do I want lunch food? It Uh kind of depends on the day. Um, So, but I'll take like two to three hours in the middle of my day. And that works for me right now. I'm single. I don't have kids, right? I don't have kids. So, you know, it works. Um, But having that, and it's like, some people go, you take a really long break in the middle of the day. Like, how do you get anything done? And it's like, um, I, I spent four hours working yeah, already you, this morning. Like Half of my you. day is already done. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's a really actually nice thing for me. And it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so many people focus on time management and I wish, I wish that wasn't as big of a thing as it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about time management. It's also about energy management mm-hmm. and self-management. And that's something that I do with coaching clients is to really discover what your productivity zones are and to figure out where your energy is going each day and when you have spikes mm-hmm. and when you have low points and to really then schedule your day according to mm-hmm. your energy. So that for me, like I said, I get up in the morning and I'm raring to go. Look, that's my time to shine. I love doing that. But that like mid-morning, I start to kind of fade out a little bit so that being able to do a workout um, and just take care of myself, my morning routine is all about self-care so that it really just kind of gets my head back on straight. It gives me that rest that I need after doing all of that work. And then Mm -hmm. I can show up for an afternoon set of time to bang out some more work, get it done. And then I have dinner. And then I usually, I'm a big TV show binger. So usually Mm -hmm. at night I'm binging some show on TV um, (laughs) or watching a movie or something like that. um, So that that's kind of how my days go. And I love having like specific things to work on on specific days. Like Mondays are my, Um, get stuff done days. I don't schedule any meetings or events Mm -hmm. or appointments or anything like that on Mondays, if I can help it. Sometimes it's not, it's it's not avoidable, but for the most part, those are my get stuff done days where I just, I'm head down, focused on my business, getting stuff done. I don't have Mm -hmm. any calls or appointments or anything like that. Um, I try to schedule all of my client calls on a specific day. And you know, I have content creation days, and then I also have shop creation days, and that kind of thing. So it's really again, it kind of comes down
0: to the whole schedule, everything. So you know, you have time for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love how unique of a day schedule that you have, and that you share about that all the time. Cause I feel like it almost gives other people permission to really like break out of what they think <clears> they should be doing and kind of craft yes. it based off of. Their own energy. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I am not the type of person who is energetic from like six to 8 a.m. So, like, it would be crazy if I tried to adopt your schedule because, like, that probably would not work with my energy (laughs) levels. But I. But that's the whole point. That's that's the whole point. point. You have to pay attention to Mm -hmm. your energy levels. And that's
1: something else that I wish uh, people knew is that you can't just hear what somebody says about how Mm -hmm. they run their business or how they do something in their life and go, oh, well, that person is awesome at this. And so I'll be awesome at this. If I do the exact same thing, copying and pasting what somebody else does in their business or in their life is not necessarily going to look the same for you because you don't have the same business. You don't have the same life Mm -hmm. so that it's not going to look the same, no matter how much you try, it's not going to look the same. You're a very different person so that it's, what works for you is probably not, may not work for me. And what works for me Mm -hmm. is not going to work for the next person. And so being able to really dig in and figure that out, which is really difficult. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. But being able to take that time to dig in and figure that out is life-changing and business-changing.
0: Yeah. I really love that. And I think that that's great encouragement for people to like walk away from today with. Um, I was going to ask if you can share a little bit about one of your favorite routines. So I know you mentioned you kind of have blueprints for like your days, which we kind of covered, mm-hmm. um, and general blueprint prints for like specific tasks you do on certain days. Is there yep. any other routine in your life or your business that you love? Um, I think all of my routines are
1: really, and that's for me, they're steeped in self-care. So like my morning routines, Mm -hmm. and this is something else that I'll say too, that I wish that other people did that you don't have to necessarily do what everybody says you should do in Mm -hmm. the mornings. Like for example, journaling is not my thing. Doesn't work for me. I have tried Mm -hmm. six ways from Sunday to make that work (laughs) for me and it just doesn't work. So that that's not part of my morning routine, even though mm-hmm. so many people say that you need to be journaling first thing in the morning. And it's just like, Nope, doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. because if it doesn't work for you, there's no reason to keep doing, doing it and it. just, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, I agree. my morning routines are super, I mean, they're so simple. It's probably silly to most people, but it's just that I like to open my blinds. I like to take a shower. I like to, um, do my hair, get dressed, do a Mm -hmm. five-minute face, which is, I'm famous for my five-minute face. (laughs) Um, And I always turn on my RoboVac, which was a Christmas present from my mom last year. And it is the best thing ever, especially if you have pets. If you Mm -hmm. don't have a RoboVac, you need to get one because that means you don't have to vacuum. That thing does it. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you can turn it on while you're in the shower. That's totally true. (laughs) best kind of
0: multitasking ever, <laughs> ever. I, I have one too. And it's been really helpful, especially since I've gotten Keegan, my cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say sometimes mine will like get stuck randomly in different places, like, but it, it has like the phone app. And so it used to really bug me. Cause I would like stop what I was doing and like go press it. And I was like, I can just like tap it on my phone and it like restarts mm-hmm. again most of the times, but it's been So, so helpful because otherwise I would have to like take some time out of my day, like multiple times a week to vacuum as opposed to doing like a deeper clean, like once a week. Um, but I love that. Are there any other kind of like practical tools and tips that you use to make sure that you are productive every day? Asana. I know you're an Asana Mm. user.
1: I can't, I, I used to be a Trello user. And then I said, see you later. Bye to Trello because Asana is so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're not using a project management system, you need to be. Um, I would also say my simplified planner. I love my simplified planner. I am a digital and paper planner hybrid. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of people, when you say like, oh, what planner do you use? And people are like, oh, I'm either a paper planner or a digital you know, planner. And I'm mm-hmm. both. I like to use both. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way because I really like being able to like look at appointments and meetings that I have Mm -hmm. on my Google calendar and like get a reminder. Um, But in terms of like lists and tasks, like I have the simplified one, but I used, I switched to Dapper Desk recently. Oh, you switched to Dapper Desk. I really like it just because it has a little bit more space and notes Mm -hmm. and like, I still like put in stickers for color, but it's not like I have to stick to the certain color that they have each day. So let's see if I can reach mine. Oh Oh, yeah.
1: I use the Color coding dots, those are my favorite things ever.
0: That.
1: Um and I the way that I do, because people are always like, well, how do you have how do you use both? And mm-hmm. why do you use both? And mm-hmm. so anything with a scheduled date and time goes on my digital calendar. Mm-hmm. And then for the actual simplified planner, that's where I'm time blocking my day. I know some people like to time block in their digital calendar. But for me, that's really overwhelming. And it like Mm -hmm. makes me dizzy looking at it. I can't do that. (laughs) Um, But being able to time block everything in my simplified Mm planner and each color um, dot represents something for me. Mm -hmm. So like I have a color coding Mm -hmm. key so that even just looking at it, I can just, you know, from like that really quick glance, I can know like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is what I have to do next. And this is that. Um, So, and that's just that we're having the two works so well for me. Um, I know that's not, it won't work for everybody, but it works Mm -hmm. for me. And I just, I think it's a great way of being able to have one tool for one thing and then another tool for another, but that they work beautifully together. Together.
0: I love that. I've gone through different phases of like my own business, where sometimes I time block in Google calendar. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is visually too much on my Google calendar. So I'll like time block and simplified planner. Sometimes I don't time block, but try to keep Mm -hmm. in mind, like I have three like general parts during the day where I'm going to tackle those top three. So I also want to give like anyone who's listening the flexibility to like, if it's working for the season, go Mm -hmm. with it. If you need to maybe try something for a busier or a less busier season in your business, I think that that's also totally fine. You don't have to be like absolutely married to one way of Mm -mm. doing things. Um, and that goes for routines,
1: systems, mm-hmm. and schedules too. You're like when something is working and it can work for a while, but if something in your life changes or something in your business changes, maybe only for a little while, or if it's gonna be, per- if it's a permanent change, mm-hmm. you, the whole point of creating, and this is something that I teach on is that you have to create foundations. And that's what those blueprints are. Those are the foundations that then I can build my business upon And anytime something changes in my life or my business, I can then, it's kind of like when you build a house, you have the foundation, you build the home, but you can still redecorate inside the home so that Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with these blueprints for schedules. You have the foundation, you've built your business and your schedules and your routines and your systems, but you can change them as you need to. Mm -hmm. They're not set in stone. They're not permanent. Mm -hmm. You can tweak them and change them as your life and business changes and pivots and we don't like that word anymore but (laughs) um as things grow and change and as you and your business grow and change Mm -hmm. your schedule and your routines and your systems need to grow and change too so everything should be fluid
0: I love that and I really like the house analogy and like in like the process of switching things up of like what those routines Mm -hmm. and systems look like, like that's something that I am actually currently actively doing. And it took a long, yeah, it took a long time to realize like, okay, the batch schedule that I had previously, like is not going to support all the things that I'm doing at this stage in my business. And so I need to take a look at that and kind of like Mm -hmm. reconfigure things to make sure that I do still have enough time and space to do the things that I want to do now. And I'm not working off of like an like an outdated batch schedule that like no longer applies in this stage right. of business. So right. I love that you um, kind of help people have like the foundational basis that they, mm-hmm. they can go and change and tweak. Um, yep. And then I wanted to ask, what is a one thing that you're working on behind the scenes in your business currently?
1: Well, I... I'm shifting my focus big time to the system shop in 2022. So I've mm-hmm. got some, lots of exciting projects and products planned. Um, I'm also reconfiguring my co- the coaching side of my business. So I was doing on-demand productivity coaching mm-hmm. um, where I had people working with me short-term and long-term um, for just like day-to-day help me with the stuff that comes up and help me plan and schedule my days and weeks and that kind of thing. Um, and so I'll be launching a new high-end, high-level, high-touch coaching experience in 2022 that I'm really pumped about.
0: Oh, that sounds so exciting. I can't wait <clears throat> to see how that all just unfolds in 2022. It sounds really, really good. Um, and then I was going to wrap up our interview today by saying, if you could give our listeners, uh, one piece of advice, what would you want them to know? Change the plan, but never the goal. Ooh, I've never heard that before.
1: You've never heard that before? No, no. Basically, so I'm a big, I love to goal set and goal set and I love to goal plan, which is two different things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot lot of times, and I've had to learn this because I deal with chronic pain and chronic illness. Um, In fact, 30 days after launching the productivity zone, I went through a health trauma that I almost didn't survive. And I fell off the face of the earth earth for six months right after I launched the productivity zone, which is Mm -hmm. not the way I would recommend launching a new business, but. You you couldn't have known, yeah. (laughs) Couldn't have known, you know. Yeah, (laughs) Um, But you can still, even if things don't go according to plan, you can still have the same goal. You just have to change how you get to that goal. You have to change the path. You have to change the plan. And it's kind of like um, they say, even if plan A doesn't work, there's 25 other letters in the alphabet. And even if that doesn't work, you can do a plan AA or plan 1A (laughs) or 1B. So there's lots of options. I love that. Um, But to stay focused on your goal and that if something unravels, goes awry, doesn't go according to plan. And it does happen as much as we all love to plan it. I'm a big planner. Mm -hmm. Things are just, they're just not always going to go according to plan and you have to change your position and change the path, but stay focused on the goal. Just change the plan. I
0: love that. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this good stuff with everyone today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Where can people find and follow along with you online?
1: Um, So my website, theproductivityzone.com and Instagram is kind of the only real social media place that I hang out. So at the Productivity Zone.
0: That's perfect. That makes it super easy. So thank you again (laughs) so much. Um, And I will catch everybody in the next episode. Awesome. Thank you. If you love this episode, be sure to check out my free master class for photographers to help you book out your wedding photography business this upcoming year. I chat through three key tips that you can start implementing today to confidently raise your prices and book those dreamy clients. You can sign up at manaliphotography.com slash class A S I'll see you inside.